This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the way. We wanted men. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 25 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Williams, and with me every time is my co-host, Jason Wasoko. Jason, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I never know how to start these things. I don't either. So I always want to say party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. (laughs) Wayne and Garth. Wayne's world. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got huh? Excellent. Excellent. I almost got kicked out of a theater when those thing when that movie came out because I saw it so many times. I was talking along with the movie and oh. um, I, I pissed the people off in front of me. Oops. Yeah. Well, I, I happen to have a girlfriend that worked at the movie theater, so whenever she was walk working the door, I just walked in. Oh. Yeah. She snuck in. Exactly. She got in that way. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. The joys of being a teenager. Zang. <laughs> Have you seen their, uh, gosh, that new commercial with them on it? Yeah. And I tell you, it's 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 like holding a mirror up to ourselves because seeing them so old, like the costume hasn't changed, just their faces have. It is. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's kind of like looking in a mirror and like, I'm old. If they're old, that means I'm old. They can't be old. <laughs> And that's a timeless movie, Wayne's World. And it Wayne's is. World 2. Wayne's World 2 is okay. Wayne's World, I think, kind of holds up. No, I think Wayne's World 2 is underrated. Is it real? I have to, I guess I need to rewatch it. I love it. Yeah. But those commercials, they, they have like several different versions of them, and it seems to change up. And they keep going back to the old uh, routines, you know, that they did in the movies. So it, it, mm-hmm. yeah, they get funnier. Yeah. So. But yeah, it is scary when you think that the 90s were 30 years ago and you're like, no, 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 no. That was only same, last week. Same thing with that Xfinity E.T. sequel that they had. And oh. seeing Henry, was Henry Thomas as Elliot again? It's like, oh my God, no. <laughs> well, and, and did you see the new uh, Gizmo did a, they did a Gremlins commercial for Diet Mountain Dew. Or Diet Mountain Dew did a Gremlins commercial with Zach and and gizmo no. and yeah it's funny as crap but i it need is. to see that yeah google it man it, it's cute oh and like bringing it to star wars it doesn't bother me when you see old man han solo in the force awakens like i don't have the same reaction with that that i do with um wayne and garth 
Right. I don't know. Maybe because Han Solo or Harrison Ford didn't have that much makeup, or we knew he aged, and he they just yeah. kept that. They didn't try to make him a you know sixty year old guy or seventy year old guy look twenty. We've we've watched him age. He's been in more movies. There's not a big gap between the last time we saw him. Right. It's just like with the Bill, new Bill and Ted movie. They aged them. You know, they were age appropriate. They weren't trying to make them look young. They, you know, yeah. however old they are, 50 year old men. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because Wayne and Garth are supposed to be like 15, 20. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not. Yeah. <sighs> the so. joys of pop culture in the 90s. <laughs> yep. Or 80s or whenever the hell it was. Did you uh, did you pick up anything this past week? Uh, only thing I picked up was a dark saber. <laughs> we were at oh, the, uh, um, the yeah the the, the twenty dollar one or twenty whatever that the play the kid version. We were at Walmart the other night and they had a bunch of them and they had marked it down to twenty five dollars and I was hemming and hollering over it and the wife goes it's only five dollars more so buy it so I picked it up yeah. For what it is, now that I have it in my hands, I mean, it. I think it was worth the money. It was cool. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I got unpainted micro collection. I picked up probably half a dozen of those from Justin. Uh, I just, I have no clue what what I bought. I just kind of threw them in the case, thinking, you know, I really need to keep track of these so I don't buy duplicates. You need to build yourself a website. I do. I wonder if somebody <laughs> can help me with that. I wonder. It's like. It's like having a truck and someone saying, I'm going to be moving soon. And you're just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> now, Photoshop used to have a cool tool where you would just load a bunch of photos and then it would make a photo gallery for yourself. And so it would, it would create an index page and then it would create individual pages with the photos themselves. And so that's what I used for the longest time to build out a bulk of the um, the website. So it was pretty pretty painless. But now it's uh, Photoshop is updated. They don't have that feature, and I have to manually create pages and stuff. Yeah, that's my one kind of regret when it comes to computer stuff is I didn't keep up with my Photoshop skills because uh, I used to work in a photo lab twenty years ago, and I was decent at it, but I just never, you know, I never in in. Uh, never kept it up and you forget about it. And now I go back to try to, I'll, I'll, like, they've got a knockoff called GIMP and I try to use that and I just have no clue what I'm doing anymore, which is a bummer. Yeah. Do you pick up anything? No, I'm still in timeout. This is my last weekend in timeout. Yay! It sucks. Yeah. I'll be out. <laughs> Watch out next week. I'll be broke again. <laughs> There's a couple things on my list already and we have, that new toy show that opened up, uh, it's toy shop that opened up near us. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Second Chance Toys. Everybody in Marietta or in the area, if you know where Dr. Knows Toys, or Do Dr. Knows Toys, Dr. Knows Comics is in uh, Marietta right near the mall. Uh, it's in that same shopping center. So it, it's only been open, what, less than a month? When I was there on Thursday, so 17 days today. Okay. So it was really, really new, and he's got really good prices, decent, fair prices. Yeah, I thought his prices were all pretty decent for, you know, being a toy store. Yeah, and they yeah. had everything. Yeah, he really did. 
I, I didn't. I couldn't even keep up with everything he had. Um, I didn't see any mask. The ones the stuff I didn't. It's easier to say what I didn't see than what I did see. Um, but I, I didn't see any mask, and he had a couple of ET things, and I didn't see really any gremlins things. But those two gremlins and ET are, are you know, they're hard to come by. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of product back then. But he had a full wall of Power of the Force. He had a bunch of, he had a few carded vintage figures. He had uh, micro machines. Hello, hello. Yeah. I thought um, we weren't going to mention your micro machine love anymore. So you can no, corner the market. I, yeah. Um, that's right. <laughs> they, he did it. He had no micro machines, which sucked. Um, he had vehicles. He, he had a really good, decent selection. I saw some video games in the back. Um, but I was getting the itch to buy and I was like, I'm just going to go home. And so I didn't stay, <laughs> but I, I do want to, I want to sit with it like a fine wine and kind of just browse all the shells and see what he has and spend a good half hour in there. Yeah, it was, it was a good little trip. Uh, I stopped by a few days ago and I remember sending you those pictures of the micro machine or the micro stuff. And you were just like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he had a he had a he has a really nice selection. I mean, the store is slapped full. I think it's organized pretty well because each genre or each toy line has its own section, and then that section's crammed full. And uh, you know, the Star Wars, of course, is the biggest section just because there's a whole ton of Star Wars stuff. Um, I did see you know some Clone Wars like the Clone Wars ship with the the tiger face on it. Um, I think he was only wanting a hundred bucks for it, which I think is a fair deal because a, a boxed one's going for like 170, 175, somewhere in that range. I was impressed. Uh, I kind of talked to the owner for a few minutes because uh, I didn't, I thought I'd recognize him, at least, you know, see him, have seen him at shows and stuff. And I had no clue who they were. Apparently he, the owner, it's a father son uh, duo. And apparently the father lived in Florida for the past 10 or so years. And I think, I don't know, I don't, don't know if he had a shop down there or not, but uh, when they moved up, he moved up here and started the toy shop with his son. Uh, he moved up here a couple of years ago and then they started the toy shop, him and his son. Awesome. 17 days ago. That's special. Yeah. It's a nice little story. Yeah. And it, it's so. a cool shop. So go check it out. Uh, I really thought when I heard they put it in Marietta, I was like, does Marietta really need another toy shop? But I think this one will raise, you know, High tide raise all, raises all ships, so I think it'll push the uh, other toy shops in the area to, you know, get their stock in a, a little bit better. But I think, and I also think that they all kind of have their own niche. You know, they all kind of go in the middle, but then they all kind of branch out and have their own niche. Yeah, yeah. This one is like older toys, so that's its niche, and you're not niche niche. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Um, you're not going to find like the newer kind of stuff. He did have some black series, but there were older black series. So it just seemed like it was a lot of whatever he can acquire secondhand. Cause this is second chance toys. He would put on the shelf. Right. I don't think Casbro is going to be shipping him the latest wave of whatever. Duh. I don't think so either. Uh, that's not the feel of the shop. So no. So yeah, if you want to go kill an hour or so, go, go check them out. I think it's, you know, whenever there's a good toy shop, it's good. It's it's good for everybody. So, second chance toys in Marietta, go check them out. Yeah, and I could see myself going. You know, Saturday morning down to them, checking them out, seeing what they have, and then moving on to Toyman because it's just a straight shot down. What is what is that road? Oh shoot! 
still learning. Yeah, I think it's Canton Road, Canton Road Connector or something. But uh, yeah, they are. They're like a mile from Toy Man, which is awesome. Yep. Yeah, you could make a whole loop of that stuff. You can go there, go to Toy Man, go to Plastic Empire, go to Steel Collectibles, go up see our buddy uh, uh, Ryan Blankenberger at Blankenstein's in downtown Ackworth. So it'll it, you can have a good Saturday toy shopping in Marietta right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you really want to, you can go to Powder Springs. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's you know that that where they have the uh, swap meets that antique mall has got a bunch of shop uh, toy shops in it. And there's your Saturday. There it is. But uh, yeah, any, any, uh, I got a few things in news. You got any, anything fun and exciting? I got, I got plenty of news, but let's go with yours and, and then I can knock it off my list if I have it. All right, cool. Um, one thing I found interesting, this is sort of on a, uh, there's a few things, but uh Ray Park, have you seen all the? He's been posting a bunch of stuff of him yes. in uh, Darth Maul makeup. Yes, from Solo. Oh, is it from Solo? Yeah, that's my understanding. It's all stuff from Solo. Well, damn it. Because he's if if it was something current, he wouldn't be posting it. He'd have to be under strict secrecy and stuff. Okay. Because I was kind of hoping. I was like, what what's filming right now, and why is he in makeup? So I was uh, trying to... Yeah. Sorry, I'm open. I'm opening my window here. Sorry. Go, go. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, you know, okay, if they're shooting the book of Boba right now, are they going to have flashbacks with Darth Maul? And how does Darth Maul fall into all this? And so, yeah, that's it's cool that he's posting it, but if it being from Solo, I'm kind of womp womp. Yeah, I would I would assume that he had some sort of um, what's the word? Not again censorship. Not censorship gag claws in it and yeah something yeah nda or something like that yeah. it's uh oh man okay whatever yeah. i do have some extra coffee in me this morning so hopefully the brain will start firing but yeah i'm sure there was a date that he couldn't post anything from solo and that date has since expired and he's just posting maybe it was like the first of the year yeah but it's still cool to see yeah, absolutely it makes me want to see more of it yeah and Solo was such an underrated movie, man. Absolutely. God. I, I'll tell you, out of all of the Disney movies, Solo was the first one where I walked out saying, I want to see more. Yeah. Did uh, Solo Rogue One come before Solo? Yes. It was Force Awakens, Rogue One, The um, Last Jedi, Solo, and then The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Yeah, Rogue One, I just walked out of just in awe. I was like, that, what happened to that? You know, why couldn't they do this? With Even though um, Force Awakens was good, it was like Rogue One to me just blew uh, Force Awakens out the water. It was just, yes. Because I, I think because we weren't expecting anything. We had no, we went into it, you know, you went into it blind, basically. Yeah. And I would say like the Force Awakens has all the energy of a Star Wars movie, but. It is a rehash of of A New Hope. And so we've seen it. Rogue One was the first Disney Star Wars movie where it felt new and fresh. Right. Yeah, no, I, I could agree with that. Because even while I was watching Force Awakens, when um, Starkiller Base came around the moon or whatever, when they were getting ready, when it was coming in within attack range, they even go 15 minutes till we're in attack range. And I was like, y'all couldn't pick a different time. 
because it was the same as A New Hope. Yeah. You yeah. know, you couldn't have changed it up just a little bit. But we'll save that for another show. Damn it. Well, yeah. <laughs> put, that, put that on the shelf. Yes. <laughs> um, also, Disneyland, they, and I wish they'd do this here, but I understand why, because Disney World's open and Disneyland's not. But they opened up a Star Wars trading post in the old Rainforest Cafe. So the theming of it, I've seen pictures, and I'm so jealous of those guys because the theming of it's just amazing because it's already in a, uh, a rainforest feel place. So it looks like, you know, um, it, it, a hidden base looks like Yavin 4, and they've got raised speeders sitting outside and just, you know, basically a, a, a boiled, a watered down dock ondoors, but open to the public. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Really? Yeah. I thought it looked like SeaWorld at best. Really? <laughs> as far as theming. Yeah, it just looked like they threw a bunch of netting on top of uh, pre, uh, 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 like it's like an Aztec feel to that rainforest cafe. Okay. And so it just looked like they threw a bunch of netting on it and they threw Ray speeder out in front of it. And I, I just thought it was half-assed and Disney could do better. And it's not like they want to invest a lot. They just, they want to sell a lot. So I right. don't know. I, I, I wasn't impressed, but that's just my stupid opinion. <laughs> well, that's why we, we do this podcast. Yeah. I, I mean, and maybe when I, when I relook at pictures, you'll, you've ruined it for me, but. Oh no, <laughs> that's not what I want to do. I don't want to spoil someone's joy. Right. Uh, but I guess I'm just, here's what, why I'm like excited about it because if I if I'm down at, at Florida and I, I can't go to the parks, I'll go to Disney Springs. Um, yeah, just to get that Disney feel. And it's a good way of at least, you know, you're not spending a lot of money unless you buy stuff and you could still get the Disney feel without going to the parks. Yeah, we were debating if we should go down to Disney Springs during the holidays because I love Disney Springs at the holidays. Um, but it's still like a six hour drive to get to the mall. Right. I don't know if it's worth it. So I don't know. Well, you know, but, if you had yeah, a couple of days to kill, it would have been awesome. Yeah. And a couple hundred bucks to spend on hotels and food and gas. And yeah. We didn't, and it was still a pandemic. So, yeah. you have any other news? Yeah. Speaking of Disney, they are doing their res- extending their reservations through January oh. 2023. So another yes. year. Yes. This is what they want. They're, they're a data-driven company. They want to know how many people are coming when. They want to know um, how to staff things. You know, should we push people over from Hollywood Studios to Magic Kingdom? Um, and, and it's great for people who plan events. But like like I was just saying, like we wanted to go down at Christmas time just to go to downtown Disney. And had I been there and this reservation system was in place... You know, if reservations are taken up, I can't just on a whim go into Magic Kingdom. Yeah. You can always go to Epcot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, until Ratatouille goes in and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, I mentioned before I love accents. So when I do the uh, Around the World, I do like to do the accents, but I have to be quiet about it because they do hire people from those countries to work and make it more authentic and genuine 
and I don't, I don't want to be offensive, <laughs> but I love I, it. That would be, we need to do that one day. Cause when I go around the world, I just realized, you know, having gone to Epcot and just walked the world, world showcase, you realize that, you know, there's stuff behind, you don't just walk the walk, you know, you, there's stuff to do in all these countries. And, it, you know, I, I think I just realized that this year or last year that, you know, you've got to walk into these things yes. to see what's going on. Yes. It's funny that you say walk the walk because I talk the talk while I'm in there. <laughs> the other, uh, when I was at UCF, University of Central Florida in Orlando, another thing college students used to do is drink around the world. And you would start at Mexico and you would get a drink. And by the time you get to the UK, you're pretty drunk. Yeah. We were going to attempt that, but we didn't when we were down there because uh, when we were down there, it was food and wine and a band that uh, my wife likes, uh, Postmodern Jukebox, was playing. So that kind of took up our whole e – that was the whole reason we went to Epcot because we wanted to see them. Uh, I wanted to catch – because I've never ridden Soaring and I've never uh, – I never rode – no, Test Tracks in Disney World. But uh, there was a couple of rides I hadn't ridden and I wanted to ride – so we went to Epcot, hit those couple of rides, and then the rest of that evening was watching a concert. So we didn't really do a whole lot. The next time I go with my wife, the UK Pavilion has a scotch flight, and I want to try that. Oh, nice. I guess it's some good scotch for a decent price, which is weird for Disney to have a decent price on something. Usually it's overpriced. Yeah. Oh, come on, $95 for a Rancor Tooth Bear flight? Is it 92 I thought it was 75 It wouldn't no. surprise me. Yeah, it's like eight. Oh, I don't know. It, it's I don't remember what it was. It was either 75, 85. It was it was a lot of damn money for a Rancor Tooth beer flight, but it was cool. It, it's cool it. sitting on my shelf. I need it. Yeah. I need I need to put my M&Ms in it, so. That would be awesome. <laughs> we my wife wanted to set it outside on my back deck. I'm like, "Hell no, this isn't sitting out there." <laughs> But she did. She yeah. looked at me and was like, when's the next time? Because we, we we had sat there for our 45-minute window, and it was getting ready to close. You know, we, they were getting ready to kick us out of docks, I mean, of uh, Oga's. And my wife looks at me and goes, when's the next time we're going to do a trip like this? I said, probably like five years. She goes, just buy the damn thing. And they were like, all right, you get to sit down for another 10, 15 minutes. Hello there. Yeah. <laughs> I did ask. I did. I yeah. I did ask for death sticks. I don't know if I talked about that, but mm -hmm. they just mm -hmm. kind of looked at me like I was an idiot. Uh, excuse me, sir. I want some death sticks. <laughs> yeah. Just get, get. Here's your check. Get the hell out of here, kid. Right. Captain underpants. Captain whatever. Sweatpants. What do they call a guy the on the Simpsons? <laughs> Comic book guy. Comic guy. Oh no, that's a uh, comic book guy but it is uh big bang theory they call him captain sweatpants oh i never got into that show it took me a, i didn't get into it till a few years um after it had started you have to get over the whininess i thought i had to get over the whininess of leonard and then once you did that it was fine you could be speaking japanese right now i wouldn't have any clue what you're talking about <laughs> womp, 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 womp. yeah exactly Oh, another thing, dude, have you seen, uh, I'm just looking at some stuff, but uh, have you seen Resident Alien on sci-fi? Yeah, yeah, I've seen promos. Of, I haven't actually seen the show. Okay, because it's got the guy who played K2SO in it. Yes, and freaking, I don't know what it is. It's like, I'm trying to talk, so my brain shuts down the memory part, 
and, and I can't remember things. And so K2SO was played by. I have to look it up. I'm trying. Alan Tudyk. Okay. Yes. Yes. He's, so he's, he's an alien on the show, right? Right. And he does such a good job because he's just, he's dry and he's awkward and his movements and stuff. It's almost like watching K2SO, but in his human form. He's hilarious. He had a show called Con Man where he was like a, uh, like an, an, he was an actor from, I mean, he's basically playing himself, an actor from a sci-fi show who goes to conventions and it was just him dealing with that, going from convention to convention and it was hilarious. Huh. I have to so, find yeah, uh, eventually I want to see that that show that he's on now. Yeah, if you if you uh, download the Sci-Fi app, if you have a smart TV, it, you could watch it for free, which I was surprised about because we cut our cable. We didn't cut our cable, but we went from like the hundred dollar package to the twenty dollar package because yeah, with Verizon you get all the you get like a whole ton of streaming stuff for free through Verizon. So we just said F it and did yeah. that. Yep, saving us seventy five bucks a month because. Yeah, my uh, yeah, we spent my I spent my yesterday watching somebody wa- work on my water meter because uh, we got a a letter uh, Thursday. Oh. My daughter calls about one o'clock, going, "Hey, the water's not working." And there was a note on our door that we had a busted water, like on our right past on right at the start of our side of the water meter broke. So, oh my god. Yeah. Thankfully, they found that I think somebody saw the water coming out of the meter, so they called and shut it down. But yeah, that was a fun way to spend some money yesterday. So no. that went. So that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't get any anything else this week. Right, or for like the next three weeks or months or. Yeah, fudge. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll be fine. Toylanta's next month. We always spend money at Toylanta. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any other news? No, that's everything I've got. Well, how, how, uh, what, what do you got? Yeah, nothing that you had mentioned, so that's good. Um, awesome. Yakface, Yakface posted that they, they always hint at things that are coming to the Black Series. They hinted that Ray from Rise of Skywalker with her yellow lightsabers coming, Echo from the Clone Wars, Fennec, and then Q90, who was the, um, the droid from The Mandalorian who was part of that mission to break out the Twi'leks, and then the frog lady used as a translator okay. that droid that droid's coming to the black series maybe they should throw frog frog lady in with them make it a well if fennec's coming that means boba fett's coming and you got to do boba fett before you do frog lady um speaking of frog. boba fett and i may be stealing your your thunder for a, le- a letter news later news story but have no. you seen the hot toys boba fett yes yes i did did you see the price on that thing no, because I'm not a collector of those, so I didn't check out the price. What is right. what is the price? Well, you've got the deluxe version comes with two figures. Basically, it's it's Boba Fett from the Mandalorian and pre uh, cleaned up uh, version of him. So you get the one where it's all from that one episode. So you get the one of him in the Jawa gear, and then you have him with the armor. It comes with two figures, so you can display both of them. So, you know, you don't have to choose between the Jawa gear fet or the armored up fet. And it comes with all the weapons. It comes with a busted uh, Stormtrooper helmet. And it's $490. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
that's a water main break right there. Yeah, that 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 pretty much was my water main break. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the reason why I don't get into that stuff. That's yeah. uh that's a hot hot. Few it's a hot man. Yeah, I, it's like I'll see people that that are into hot toys and they have a couple of hundred of them, or they'll have fifty. You know, they. It's like, how do you guys afford all this stuff? You know. Yeah. I, have you seen Have you seen those room tours on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you afford that? You don't have kids. You don't have a wife. Yeah, that's why. That's probably <laughs> how they're married to hot toys. Right. But then I have people come here and they look at, you know, on my room and I'm sure they do it the same. And how do you the same at yours? Yeah. It's like, how do you afford it? I did. Uh, I did I'm going to go into personal life again, but we had our home appraised uh last weekend and the home appraiser came downstairs and my wife was watching him on the cameras and he's just like <laughs> oohing and on over everything and he comes <laughs> up and he's you know he picks a couple of pieces out and he's just like oh my god yeah it's pretty awesome your room yeah thank you and uh, he, he, he goes huh did, did he appraise your room <laughs> <laughs> no he did not <laughs> But, you know, he was an old, he was in his, uh, you know, late 60s. And he said, he goes, I have to tell you my story um, when I get up. So he comes back upstairs and I'm like, all right, tell me your Star Wars story. Apparently his girlfriend, his now girlfriend, he, they were talking about Star Wars and she's like, I've never seen it. So he's like, all right, cool. So you go through the whole story. Okay. You got to start with four and nobody, why the hell are you starting with four? It's just the way they released it. You, You know, it's a whole argument or debate, you know, trying to explain people that. So then he shows her a new hope and she goes, it's just somebody shaking the camera. Why are you so excited about this? They're just sitting still and somebody's shaking the camera to make it look like they're moving. He stopped the, the video and said, you're not watching it anymore. That's it. You're done. You're done. Out. <laughs> no more. <laughs> We're not together. Right. You know, and it's funny because I think four, five and six hold up better than one, two and three as far as special effects go. Because you know, to okay. me, you're you're watching one, two, and three, and that blue screen just throws me off. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I could do that with Attack of the Clones. I can go with that. Yeah. So back to your news story. I'm sorry. No, Yak Face posted that they think photoreal faces are coming to some of the Rogue One figures. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy about that because those were some of the worst figures they ever made, as far as the the uh, faces. Yeah, the Krennic one is a little rough just um, the critic one have you seen the jen urso jen urso and the cassian ones yeah so yeah okay great <laughs> i agree with you they're all bad <laughs> i am convinced and then there's more credit collection figures coming from the mandalorian huh i wonder which one um i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think which black series figures i mean they could do they can do Moff Gideon. They can do um, Quill. They can do Grief Karga. They can do regular Stormtroopers. They can do the Incinerator Trooper. There's a bunch there that they can do. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. And then they posted this wild rumor. And this one kind of frustrates me. Uh, publishing figures. So there's six-inch figures. They were talking possibly Jackson from the original comics. The green uh, rabbit guy right mall without a shirt which i'm okay with that i'm not not without a shirt but the figure itself (laughs) 
It's not like a shirtless mall gets me hot, hot and bothered. Um, the Crimson Empire, Carnor Jax. And they also posted Luke Skywalker from like Heir to the Empire, I think. So I don't I don't know, but that kind of frustrates me because who who's asking for Jackson? Like is is Barnes and Noble footing this bill? Because I'd rather see like Hammerhead or Snaggletooth or some of the Cantina creatures or some some of the creatures from Jawa's Palace come to the Black Series. So this one kind of made me scratch my head. What do you I know you don't collect Black Series, but what are your thoughts? I, I kind of I, I think it's a funny it's a joke more than anything if they're going to put Jackson in the black series. But I also think it's a slap in the face, like you said, uh, to the collectors that are wanting the, the other stuff. Why are you going to waste your time putting an oddball figure out when you got all these other figures you're neglecting? Yeah. And, and Lucasfilm has distanced themselves from some of these stories. So there's so many B seek list characters that they haven't done in the black series. And they've got the technology now to do some great stuff. It's like, Come on, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, uh, so that was all I had for the Black Series. For Vintage Collection, people are finding the Leia Bespin, the Grief Karga, the Child Zutton, and then the Boba Fett. And that Boba Fett um, has an orange-colored pill and card back. The yellow version is more common. Um, so if you find that orange one, make sure you buy it. And don't open it because... There's only a few thousand of those. Do you do you know how they're distributing those? No, but everybody's finding the yellow ones in stores. So I'm wondering if like Hasbro Pulse is getting the orange ones. And that, that frustrates me because I was a little too late that day to pre-order it. Yeah. And that's the one that came out that's supposed to come out May 4th, right? I don't know. Because I, I know I ordered mine through Amazon and it says something about May 4th shipping. Maybe. It's possible. Um, do I know? And, and again, you don't collect these, so I'm kind of curious what you thought. The um, and I didn't even notice this until I read it online. The vintage collection Palpu, Pal, Papalu uh-huh. Ewok figure has Ramba on the card back, and that was a mistake done during the original run. And Hasbro's trying to replicate the original 92, and that's why they included the wrong image on the card because it, it harkens back to those vintage vintage figures and so i guess the question is what's more important the correct card back or the accurate representation of that original run why not release both but i i i don't know i understand why they're why they're doing it because people are are, you know it's harking back to the if they're trying to re accurately reproduce the original figure then why not do it you know the original packaging keep it original but I guess it's six to one half dozen to the other truthfully. Um, Cause I know, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No. Cause I know with like four Loam and Zuckus, didn't they flip flop them on the D in the uh, vintage collection? Yeah. And then they had a special release with that at the, Oh wait, when you say vintage collection, are you talking about the original empire figures? Right. The original empire. And then when they re-released them in the yes. vintage collection. Yes, there was an original, um, like the introduction of the vintage collection. They released those two figures with a flip flop, and then they fixed it during the regular run. Okay. And so, like you said, I say release them both because they have. I think it's VC thirteen Anakin Skywalker with from uh, 
uh, Revenge of the Sith, where he's kind of surfing on top of that droid over lava. There's a version that says Anakin Skywalker in the pill. And then there's a second version that says Darth Vader. So why not release one with the corrected card? Right. And when you, when you say pill, you're talking about where the, the name is? The na- yes, the pill box, yeah. Okay. Like, that's what they call it because it's kind of rounded and shaped like a like a Tylenol pill. Gotcha. And so, yeah, there's a version. It's the same card back, but the, the name says Darth Vader and the second version that says Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, because at that point, he was Darth Vader, right? Yeah. Yep. And then, let's see. So there's this YouTube channel that I watch called Spectre Creative. It's a guy who used to work at Mattel, and he kind of just runs through some of the things that he's learned in the industry. Um, he talks about what it goes, what goes into making figures and it's very educational but there was one this past week that i thought was kind of funny they um hasbro in one of their panels said that they're bringing darth revan to the vintage collection line and then because of quote-unquote fan backlash they decided to cancel the figure Mm -hmm. but specter creative says that he has it on good authority that the figure wasn't canceled it was just forgotten about that there was a team at hasbro who kind of stepped aside and a new team stepped forward. And that new team forgot to put in production, the Darth Revan figure. And so instead of delaying it or fixing it, they just said, well, fans didn't really want it anyway. So it was really their mistake. And then they kind of played it off as if it was fan backlash. Uh, They've released his, they've released two versions of him on black series and also his lightsaber. So why not? Yes. I don't know. Maybe those things were remembered to put in production. I, I don't. I can't guess because I don't. I don't know. But that was his. His. Um, he said he heard it from a couple people, and that's what happened to the Darth Revan figure. Hmm. And that was they. It was VC one fifty five. I'm starting to sound like. So tell me about the proton engine in the X wing. But it was VC one fifty five that was supposed to be the Darth Revan figure, and then Leia came out. Some of the earlier Leia's had the VC-170 something or other, or 60 or something like that, because that's her original number. And then they fixed the card. And so then there's a VC-155 version of the Leia. So the earlier ones have the wrong number on the back of the card. Uh-huh. The later ones have been fixed to take that Darth Revan spot. Hmm. And you know I when ha- they, you know, mistakes like that drive collectors crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what else they did? I'm sorry. We're talking about cardbacks just a minute ago and variants. And they did a Yoda from Revenge of the Sith. And and they switched out the cardback for a Canadian version where it's the Empire Strikes Back Yoda. And so that that specific version of Yoda is worth a couple hundred bucks more than the regular version. For whatever reason, they really didn't say why they did that. But there is precedence for different cardbacks. I just remember that. It's amazing what collectors gravitate to. Yeah. And then I saved the best rumor for last. You know, have you seen the new version of Aladdin? Oh, I haven't seen it, but I've seen this rumor. Yeah. Mena Massad from the live action version of Atlanta. (laughs) Aladdin is rumored to be the front runner to play Ezra in the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Like I said, dude, I can't. Oh, I we're gonna have to do a live reaction to the Ahsoka series because I am just oh my god live commentary yeah live commentary or something because wow when when that series comes out I'm trying not to overhype it because when I do I'm disappointed 
But if it's going to be Rebels season five, yeah, that's going to be an amazing show. I am uh, on board for this rumor. I thought he was very charming in Aladdin. He had a lot of charisma. For whatever reason, he didn't really do much after Aladdin. So, and it's a billion dollar movie. So I don't understand why they haven't scooped him up for even a Netflix show or something like that. So yeah, bring him on for, for Ezra because out of everybody I've kind of seen rumored, I think that's a good choice. Right. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, I just, yeah. Oh, um, no, since we're on kind of like Disney Plus, have uh it looks like this year is going to be the year of marvel on disney plus because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an I, I don't have it sitting in front of me but i saw the schedule and it looks like every month there's going to be a new marvel show coming out yeah so it's, like um wandavision is awesome yeah that was a good show i don't i don't get the last one because i you know i'm not a big mcu guy or not a big comic book person but i, I don't understand what happened on the last show per se, but you know, I'm going to go with it and see, see how things happen. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah that's, yeah, that's why I'm being very blank with it. Yep. Yep. I get it. Anyways, that's all I had for um, news this week. Do you want to move on to the main segment? Yeah, let's do that. We actually, um, we're actually splitting this main segment up in two. Yes. Talk about it. Okay, so the first part of the segment, we're going to rank our favorite Star Wars movies. So I'm going to, I have a, a website up here that kind of gives us an A and B selection. It gives us one movie and a second movie. And you have to decide which movie, in your opinion, is better. And then it moves on to the next version. And it keeps going until it ranks them one through 11. So you have your, your favorite Star Wars movie at the top and your least favorite Star Wars movie at the bottom. So I thought it would just be fun to kind of run through this and kind of talk about why, you know, A or B, why is that your favorite? And then at the end, we'll have a ranking. So I have the site up here and we can, you can go first if you want. And I can just ask, ask you the two movies and you can tell me which one's maybe your favorite and why compared to the other one. Okay. Yeah. I've got, I've got it pulled up too. So, okay. Yeah. Are you do you, I'll do me and we'll say what we got at the end. You go first then. All right, so uh, it says which movie is better, and I've got Solo and Rise of Skywalker. Yep. And just looking at it, just my first thing is Solo. Um, it was just a better, better done movie. I think. I think Rise was good. Rise had a lot of heart. It. it if I had to go pick this right after seeing Rise, I would pick Rise because Rise just tugged at your heart screen strings so mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, but I think Solo is a be- is a more solid movie than rise of skywalker mm-hmm. so it is I will pick, what are you picking okay i'll do it at the same time yeah so yeah. i'm a, i'm in the same boat where i thought solo was a better made movie i feel like there's a lot more pressure on rise of skywalker to tie everything up not just the new trilogy but all the movies that came before it and i don't know if it was successful in that as a and, and i don't think it stands as a movie on its own like solo did so i'm picking solo too okay and the next one is Rogue One and Last Jedi. And I'm going to pick Rogue One pretty much over any, you, I, you know, depending on, on, I guess, which, if they put Rogue One up against the uh, original trilogy, I'd have had a hard time, harder time picking it. But Rogue One against any other Star Wars movie except the original trilogy is Rogue One's going to be it because that's, 
it was a Star Wars movie like you've never seen before. Uh, and, and I think it was executed brilliantly. Okay. I, I have a different screen here. I have Last Jedi and Revenge of the Sith. Oh. And I think I like these equally. Um, so it's kind of tough to pick between the two. I'm going to have to lean towards Revenge of the Sith just because it's it's George Lucas. It's part of his original vision. Um, as I think Last Jedi was a well-made movie. I, I don't hate it as much as other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was the strongest of that trilogy, but I have to go with um, the movie that I've lived with longer and appreciate because George was the creator behind it. And it kind of, it. I don't think it was a perfect Star Wars movie, but it did try to tie up everything and connect the two, two trilogies. So I'm going with Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So mine came up, my next screen was Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens, which I'm trying to listen to your argument on Revenge of the Sith. And, <laughs> and it makes total sense because I think I think by that movie, by the time that movie came out, they finally got their act together with the, the sequel, with the prequels. And it was something that we've been waiting 30 years to see how Anakin Skywalker turns into Darth Vader. And, um, you know, that was just an epic battle. And Force Awakens, I'm, yeah, I don't really know how I feel about the, you know, about the sequels. I've enjoyed them. Don't get me wrong. And and yeah, you you know, there's a joke that you know how to tell the difference between a Star Wars fan and a Star Trek fan. What Star Trek fans don't bitch about their movies. I don't hate every movie that came out. <laughs> well, well, there was a joke when. J.J. Abrams made the um, new Star Trek that Star Trek fans hated it because it had great acting, great story, great special <laughs> effects. I think that was an Onion article. Oh, okay. But, damn, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the truth. because I mean, <laughs> It is. You, you know, you I got to take everything. I'm kind of not, you know... Yeah. I try to look everything on everything with, new, with a new eye set, a new mindset that I'm not bitching about them so much yeah um, this is almost a toss-up for me because i haven't seen uh revenge in forever uh but you know f it i'll click revenge of the sith <laughs> <laughs> so my next two here are rogue one and the force awakens and so i'm leaning towards rogue one because the last 45 minutes of rogue one is just an awesome star wars movie i love to put that on the big screen i love to put that in surround sound stereo um, it's just an awesome 45 minutes. The Force Awakens, I really appreciate because it was the return of Star Wars after a long span when we thought we were never going to get any more Star Wars movies. It was the first one to have all the feels, all the emotion, all of the merchandising that came back. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate The Force Awakens, but when I look back on it, mm-hmm. Force Awakens feels like a lot like a rehash of A New Hope, and I appreciate Rogue One for not being that so i'm gonna go rogue one okay and going back to uh because when force awakens came out it was like an old school star wars movie you know you you are star wars premiere i remember the theater just being packed with people people Mm -hmm. were there an hour i mean i was there an hour before the show started just to make sure i was i had all my stuff together and just to be in that atmosphere and the other two sequels people were showing up five minutes before the show started because I, I i think theaters have kind of changed and now they're doing the the uh uh shit pick your own seat and reserve seating 
So yeah. it's it's a lot different now versus when um, Force Awakens came out, which yeah. it really you know it, it's it's a, as a Star Wars fan, it's kind of upsetting that it's not you don't have that fanfare anymore. Yep, absolutely. Mine two, my next two are Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. To me, to me that, that's pretty um, – I, I know exactly which one I would pick, but this is not my turn. It's yours. Right. Jeez. Uh, that's a tough one. I was going to go with Attack of the Clones, but now Phantom Menace may be pulling me because they got Darth Maul in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh Wow, an Attack of the Clones. You're you're introduced to Django, and then there's the big scene at the end. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, shit, Attack. Let's just do it. Okay. Um, I Which one would you have picked? Phantom Menace. Okay. Um, this one's a slam dunk. Return of the Jedi or Attack of the Clones? I'm going to go with Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no, I'm Why joking. could it? I- <laughs> i'm joking it's obviously Re- return of the jedi that's just classic star wars star wars at its best i'm going with that no no more no more words needed awesome uh my next one is empire versus jedi and oh. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna pick jedi because that was the first, my first real memory of star wars seeing it in oh. the theater what no go ahead it's yours I, I, it's yours it, Je- okay, here's how I feel about the original trilogy. Jedi was is my favorite because I remember it. I remember seeing it in a theater. I remember waiting in line to see it. I remember, you know, it's it's where my one of my first memories uh, is Return of the Jedi. But Empire Strikes Back, I had all the toys. So the toy line, I Empire Strikes Back, but the movies, I'm Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Return of the Jedi. I have the Empire Strikes Back or A New Hope. Ooh. And so, my, hands down, my favorite Star Wars movie, my favorite movie ever. Um, so, like, out of a thousand points, Empire Strikes Back ranks a thousand, and uh, New Hope would rank 999. So, I'm, I'm picking The Empire Strikes Back. It's got all the drama and the tragedy and the, the twist and the I don't know. I just felt like everything was clicking and running on high and I just, I'm going with empire. Awesome. Mine's an easy one. Okay. Rise of Skywalker or a new hope. (laughs) Obviously rise. (laughs) Yes. I I love Zori bliss. She's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It'll be a new hope just because. Yeah. Even though all it was, was a camera shaking at somebody in a cockpit. Yeah. Oh Yeah. I have the Rise of Skywalker versus the Phantom Menace, oh. and so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Phantom Menace because yeah. I love Tatooine. I love, um, I love the whole experience of the Phantom Menace, the Midnight Madness, the seeing it three times in the theater in one day, um, Darth Maul, Obi Wan. Like that's what I'm picking. All right, my next one is A New Hope and Solo. Uh, I'm going to pick a new hope just because it's classic solo was awesome. I think they, you know, I don't want to say it's a coin toss, but it's a pretty damn close, you know, not even close, but you know, it, it's almost a coin toss because solo was, I think was a good, such an underrated movie. Uh, but, uh, it's a new hope for me. I have solo, but I also have the Phantom Menace here. Uh Oh, and so I'm kind of torn because 
I don't know because it's George Lucas who made the Phantom Menace. And like I said, it was the return of Star Wars the first time. And, but I think Solo was a better movie. And I love, I love Alden. I love, um, what's his face? Danny, Danny Glover, Daniel Glover as Lando. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, Khaleesi. I'm going to go with Solo. All right. My next one is Force Awakens and Last Jedi. That's what I have. Oh, we finally got one that matches. Sync, sync up. Yeah. I'm going to pick Force Awakens just because it, it was the coming back of Star Wars after however long and just the fanfare behind it. And it, you know, seeing the prequel or not the prequel, the previews and seeing the Millennium Falcon and just it, it brought back all the feels of Star Wars, even though it was almost a shot for shot remake of A New Hope. Well, if you're listening listening to this in your car, get ready to scream because I'm going to go with the Last Jedi. Oh, I I um I thought it was a better made movie. Uh huh. I, I like I like that, and I know people don't like it, but I like how um, uh, Luke Skywalker is is made mistakes. He's not he's not the perfect hero that we all made him out to be. I love that Poe Dameron is challenged as a leader. Like it's not about just being in your cockpit and shooting things. It's like, you have to think and consider and, and make plans. And it's not just about those gut reactions. Um, I also don't like JJ's mystery box. I don't know if you've ever seen that Ted talk he did where he, it's like the mystery itself is better than what's inside the box. Hmm. And, and that frustrates me sometimes because yeah, it's compelling, but as a storyteller, you're cheating. You're not, telling a complete story you're telling you're telling me mystery uh-huh. and so i'm going with the last jedi all right my next one is rogue one and the force awakens and mm. like i said earlier i'm sticking with it rogue one yeah i got the last jedi and rogue one and i'm going with rogue one too rogue one too <laughs> <The sequel. laughs> uh my next one is revenge of the sith and rogue one and oh yeah me too awesome well you know what i'm picking rogue one me too. Um, Rogue One, all the way. All right. I've got Empire and Phantom Menace. Nope. <laughs> I don't Empire. have Empire. What did you I have? have? A, new hope, a New Hope and Attack of the Clones. I don't I don't see the uh, competition here. It's, it's hands down A New Hope. All right. My next one is Attack and Empire. So I got to go with Empire. Oh, my God. This is Return of the Jedi or A New Hope. <laughs> Shit. They're neck and neck. Right. Um, oh, God. How do I pick? I got to talk it out. So Return of the Jedi, I love the creature creations. I love Jabba's Palace. I thought that was just an awesome moment in the trilogy. A New Hope has the cantina. It's got all the introduction and stuff. But you know what? A New Hope does feel a little slow at times. So I'm going with Return of the Jedi. Okay. The speeder bike chase alone. And the Ewoks. And the Ewoks, of course. Everyone loves the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is Last Jedi and Rise. Mm. Uh, it's almost a coin flip, but I'm going to go... Uh, shit. Rise, <laughs> just because it tugs at your heartstrings a little bit better. Okay. I have Empire and Return of the Jedi, and I'm going to have to go with Empire because, like I said before, it's my favorite. It, sound, it looks like they might be just mixing stuff up because we are kind of... I'm seeing a pattern, but they're just yeah. different. Yep. 
So mine's Rise and Force Awakens. Oh, me too. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Ah, I'm going to pick Force Awakens. Just shits and giggles. Why not? Me too. I, I don't think uh, JJ stuck the landing. I thought he did a better leap in the air. Yeah. So I'm going with the Force Awakens. And then mine is Force Awakens and Solo. Uh, Solo it is for me. Oh, this one's tough. I got the Phantom Menace versus the Force Awakens. Ooh. Um, I don't know what to say because, like, do I go with the one that George Lucas made? Because that was there was a vision there. Unlike, I feel like the the sequel trilogy didn't really have a vision. I felt like it was up to the next collaborator to decide where the story went. So I'm I'm going with the Force Awakens. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. Uh, mine is Solo and Revenge. Uh, shit. Ah, Solo. Oh, no, not this. Don't do that. I'm sorry. You'll hear it later. Uh... <laughs> I, I have um, The Last Jedi versus The Phantom Menace. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with The Phantom Menace, I guess. I don't know why. It's pulling me in that direction. I'm going there. Uh, minor Rogue One and Solo. <laughs> Which one's your favorite child? <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. Um, I'm going to pick Rogue One just because I think it, out of the last, the Disney era movies, it's the best one. Okay. So Rogue One. Oh, another tough one. Yeah, I have The Phantom Menace versus Revenge of the Sith. I guess I'm going to go with Revenge of the Sith as my favorite from that trilogy. Um, I think 2005 was just one of my favorite times of the year. I, um, I can go on and on. There was the Burger King toys that I loved getting. My wife was pregnant with our first child who was due like months from like two months from the premiere of Revenge of the Sith. I remember walking into Target and seeing all the toys and there was a bunch of, I'm going to go with Revenge of the Sith. Okay. All right. I, I think it's it's weeding stuff out because now yeah, I've is. got a new hope in Rogue One, and I'm gonna go with the new hope, <laughs> just because I got to stick with it, you know. It'd be one long movie too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Oh yep. yeah. Wow. Linking those two together would be awesome. I have Revenge of the Sith and Solo, and I think I'm leaning towards Solo, um, because I again I loved that movie from the disney disney era and i wish that they would make more so i'm going with that all right i have last jedi phantom menace Hmm. i'm gonna pick last jedi because phantom menace sometimes is as awesome as it is uh you know the darth maul scene you've got the uh gosh hold on which had better lightsaber battles (laughs) that's sort of where i'm at with this Wait, the um, Phantom Menace and what? Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. The La- I mean, Last Jedi had the Ray versus Kylo versus the all those guards. Yeah, with Snoke in it. Damn. Even wow. the um even the battle between Luke Skywalker and Kylo was pretty amazing. Yeah. For for the force reasons, not necessarily for like the um, strength that, that the last uh, Phantom Menace has. Right. 
Yeah, I'm going to pick Last Jedi because it had one of the, I think the Ray versus Kylo versus all those guards, the Royal right, Guards yeah. is the probably one of the, go ahead. No, the Praetorian Guards, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, that was one of the best lightsaber battles just because there was so much going on. So I'm going to pick Last Jedi. I have Solo and Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Rogue One on that one. So that's mine. All right. Uh, I've got Attack and Last Jedi. <sighs> ah, shit. I'm going to take Last Jedi because it's in, in you know, right there. I have my, my two least favorite movies, The Rise of Skywalker and Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I could go either one, which which one I, I I don't like more, I guess. I don't know. Attack of the Clones was wooden um, and forced, and uh, I guess, but I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna go with Attack of the Clones because that is the start of the Clone Wars, which is an amazing TV show. I guess in the context of the movie, that doesn't count. So right. Oh god, it's tough. That's what she said. <laughs> You know what? I don't like how they because Rise of Skywalker doesn't show any Force ghosts. I'm gonna go with Attack of the Clones, and I know there's no Force ghosts in Attack of the Clones, but for whatever reason, they 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 cheapened out at the end of Rise of Skywalker. We should have seen all of those those Jedi's as ghosts, and I'm going with Attack of the Clones! Exclamation point! <laughs> all right, uh, I got Last Jedi and Empire. Empire. Yes. All the way. I have yep. Attack of the Clones, Force Awakens. I'm going Force Awakens. All right. I've got Empire and Rise, Empire. I got Force Awakens and A New Hope. And A New Hope did it better the first time, so I'm going with that. <laughs> I like how we're speeding up because it's yes. like... <laughs> uh, Force Awakens and Empire. I'm going to pick Empire. Last Jedi and A New Hope. I mean, it's A New Hope all the way. Right. Uh, and then Empire and Revenge, Empire. Really? I got Phantom, I got Phantom Menace and, and a New Hope, so I'm going with a New Hope. Uh, they just gave me Solo and Empire. I'm gonna go Empire. Really? And I got, I got Revenge of the Sith and a New Hope. Yeah, they're starting to weed out like they're they're placing things in order here. Right. I have a New Hope and a Revenge of the Sith, and I appreciate Revenge of the Sith, but a New Hope all the way. Yeah, now they're giving me Empire and Rogue One, so Empire. I have Solo and a New Hope. And a new hope is just dominating. I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> now they've given me Empire and a New Hope. Uh, let's pick Empire. I have Rogue One and a New Hope. I'm gonna Ooh. have to go with with the original and New Hope. Solo and Rise of Skywalker. Solo. I got my list. Did you? No, you I more? did not. I have one more. Okay. Keep going. Uh, Rogue One and Last Jedi. Rogue One. Revenge of the Sith, Force Awakens, uh, Force Awakens, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Oh, goodness. Uh, Phantom Menace, why not? Empire and Return. I already did this one. Empire, Rise and a New Hope, New Hope, Solo and a New Hope, New Hope, Revenge and Last Jedi. Let's go Last Jedi, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Empire and Attack, Empire. Empire. Did you start over again? I don't know, dude. It feels like I did. Damn yeah, it. keep going. Keep going. Uh, hold on a minute. Give me a minute. I'll be right back. Okay. Stall. Okay. Um, 
This episode of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast is brought to you by SithShare. Let me tell you a few minutes. Let me take a few minutes to tell you about SithShare. Have you ever felt the urge to force choke someone not worthy of your time? Are you tired of the dogmatic views of the Jedi? Well, now you can hone those abilities and learn more with SithShare. I learned how to throw lightning from my hand by using their user-friendly videos and tutorials. The number one online learning platform for Sith apprentices everywhere. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for today. Use promo code SMUGGLERS and save 15%. With SithShare, people everywhere are learning for the first time the joy and the power of the Sith. Online classes are tailored for you. You can learn entrepreneurial behavior with Darth Maul, effective communications with Darth Vader, tragedies with Darth Plagueis, small business administration and taxation with Darth Tyrannus, and the, uh, the premier uh, uh, lesson, universal politics and industrial change with Darth Sidious. So sign up today and start learning the secrets of the Sith. Do it. And uh, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Um, I don't I don't have anything else. I'll have to cut. I'm back. Did you okay. talk about anything fun? Um, I shared our sponsor Sith Share. Oh. So you can save fifteen percent if you if you sign up and use Sith Share. Awesome. You can learn about the Sith. Sweet. You know, I did yeah. see um, a watch. Invicta has the uh, Star Wars uh, watch, I guess, license or one of them. Yeah. And they have one that has Arabic around the bezel. Yeah. And then with the English translation inside, so you can have a decoder ring. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cool. So we finally got our list. Yes. <laughs> it and just after- took me like five times. After some, uh, yeah, so I did it for Glenn. I don't know if there was some sort of cookie thing with his browser or whatever. I'm not a technical person, but I have your list here. So we'll go through, we'll go through my list first and then we'll, we'll talk yours. Mine feels right, uh-huh. as, at least for me. Uh, number, number 11 at the bottom is Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. Number 10 is Attack of the Clones. Number nine is The Force Awakens. Number eight is The Last Jedi. Number seven, The Phantom Menace. Number six, Revenge of the Sith. Number five is Solo. Number four is Rogue One. Number three is A New Hope. Number two is Return of the Jedi. And number one at the top, The Empire Strikes Back, which, again, feels like I, I, I look at that list and I say, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because, you know, I think that the, yeah, it sounds right. The first five or six sound right, because then you get kind of a jumbled mess when you get down to the other stuff. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, it looks like we do share like the same four, five and four, but yours, number 11, is Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. Number 10 is Attack of the Clones. Number nine is The Phantom Menace. Number eight, The Rise of Skywalker. Number seven is The Force Awakens. Number six, The Last Jedi. Number five, Solo. Number four is Rogue One. Number three, A New Hope. Number two, The Empire Strikes Back. And number one, Return of the Jedi. Huh. So that's your list. Uh, yeah. Does it feel right? It feels right. I mean, it, it's how I kind of would would kind of group it. Uh, I don't know if necessarily it's in order, but I would definitely, you know, because you've got the the original trilogy, then you've got the 
the two standalones in Solo Rogue One. Then you've got the prequel trilogy. Then you got the sequel trilogy. I mean, the pre the sequel then the prequel. So yeah, to me that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me too. Because like you said, the top is the original trilogy. Four and five is the newer stuff, and I think the better of the newer stuff. Six and seven were part of the prequels, and then you've got a mess between some of the the sequel trilogy and, and Attack of the Clones at the bottom. Yeah. So yeah, it now is yours. The prequel trilogy, I on yours is the prequel trilogy. I'm sorry, sequel trilogy above the prequel trilogy, or is it a mess? Um, yeah, so it goes Rise of Skywalker at the bottom, followed by Attack, followed by Attack of the Clones, followed by The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Okay, so it's working bottom up, and I think, yeah, that feels right. The Last Jedi I felt was the stronger of the sequel trilogy. Don't okay. throw tomatoes at me, All right? No. I mean, have mine. Last Jedi is number one on mine too, or on the top of all that stuff. Yeah. So, so. but that's that's the list. Interesting. Do we have time to talk about the prices or? Let's let's move that to next week because we're at okay. like an hour twenty right now. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're like an okay. hour. So this will edit down good to like an hour. So a preview for next week. We're going to talk about the cost of modern collecting because. Some of these prices have gone up like astronomical. Um, for example, and this is not a surprise for anyone, the vintage collection VC-102 Ahsoka has gone up 50,267% since its original release. Like some of these prices are Slave Leia VC-64 has gone up 20,040%. It's just insane that the price increases. And some of these are more expensive than vintage return of the jedi figure so we're going to cover that next week i guess when we've got something that we think is going to be a short segment it always ends up going longer than we think <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is good because it happens naturally and we're you know i think we get a better show that way when stuff happens naturally and we're not sticking yes. to the script as bad but uh yeah awesome uh cool jason thanks for joining me yep have a good rest of your day you got any other fun plans today no, I might try to go over to that shop again. Um, just want to thank, let's see, Jason TK Sparrow for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. That was his work. Yep, he did the logo. And I need to thank uh, Levi Waterhouse. He did the music. Email us at smugglersgalaxy uh, at gmail.com if you've got any uh, questions or comments. Uh, we have had a couple of things. You know, we get them on Facebook every now and again uh, on comments, and, and I appreciate everybody. I got a really nice comment. Um, I'm going to go find this because I need to read it. Yeah, yeah, we did get a comment. There's something with my microphone that makes a little feedback buzzing sound. And so I kind of wanted to see how this podcast would go because there was no guarantee when we started that it would work out. You never know. Things happen and whatever. But it's it's clicking and tax season's coming upon us. And I'll, I'll be investing into a nicer microphone coming in the next few weeks. So hopefully that buzzing sound will go away. Alfonso Riviera, he posted on one of our posts. He said, this is my new favorite Star Wars podcast. Why? I don't know. It's fresh, family friendly. <laughs> hey. We don't know why either. So great. <laughs> Thank you, Alfonso. We, we yes. love, the, the, love it. And he was a uh, family friendly, great interaction and chemistry among the host. But now he goes <laughs> into the <laughs> buzzing. One of you guys have a loud, annoying feedback with when speaking, which both of not both of you, just one, I think is Jason's channel. 
barely yep. noticed it on my car ride unless I use my earbuds. It's it's really, really disturbing. Just saying. So you can fix it because it's a really good podcast. I've been listening since day one. So yes, Alfonso, thank you for the comment. Like Jason, uh, Jason just said, as soon as he gets his tax season get and gets his out of his um, Star Wars hiatus of pur- purchasing hiatus, yeah. microphone's coming, <laughs> which it really sucks because, you know, like, yeah, I did the same thing with Jason as I bought the, he's actually using my hand-me-down microphone, which is what I bought when we started this podcast a year ago uh, with, when I started it with Jason and John or Justin and John, uh, and I ended up getting a good deal on a microphone. And so I upgraded and I handed it to, had to give Jason my hand-me-down. I'm like, Hey, let's, let's like, he's like, he just said, it's let's start off cheap. If it goes, starts going good. Great. And then we'll, we'll upgrade. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying this. We're getting good feedback and it's a good time. And given the choice between a microphone and black series figures, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm buying the black series figures, but I will be investing in a new microphone. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, for three or four black series figures, you can get a good microphone. Oh, also I want to shout out to Narayan because last week I was struggling to figure out what to call the relationship between Hasbro and, um, uh, Walmart and I was struggling and it was just killing me because it was on the tip of my tongue but it is packed with the devil you know you, you make a pack with the devil it's great because you're getting shiny new products but at the same time it's the devil and they're going to be coming in boxes that are destroyed and your figures are going to be bent worse than uh, an old person so <laughs> yeah worse than an old person gotta love that <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> cool. I may see you out at the uh, out at Second Chance because I I know we're we're having some people over for lunch and then we're gonna head out that way before we uh, adventure off to the rest of the day. So we're awesome. Uh, I snuck over there the other day because I had I got I had to hit a call on the way home, so I, I uh, decided to sneak over there and the wife hadn't seen it yet, so she's a big time collector too. So yeah. I have to bring my cards and tell him we talked about his his shop and drop a couple of our Smuggler's Galaxy podcast cards on the table. Right. Hopefully we'll get some more listeners. We'll see. Yeah. All All right, right, Jason. Awesome. Have a good day. This is the way. You too. This is the way. Damn it. This is the way.